Berisha to Yamanzi. Durante with a free header. And the honour of Western United's first A-League goal goes to a familiar face. Bessart, Berisha. It's Connor Payne on the left. Alessandro Diamante with the ball on a string. And... Oh, Diamante! And the Western service crew are celebrating. It's Tongyek. Rolls. Week I'm joined by well Kels is not there Scott and the return of the like the fabled return legend and meme lord Levy how you going sir? Uh well you know I've been a bit sore for the past couple of weeks so haven't been able to make it been on the treatment table but look I'm I'm not 100 percent but I'm good enough to get a good 60 minutes out of me today. Oh, wicked. Let's see if uh, we can really push through that injury, get some exercise happening, and if needed, we'll get Diamante to come give you some stretches for a cramp. That's so, all right. We can always make a sub. Jay might be home from work. So if he gets a 60 and, and I need a bit of a rest, we can sub him in. Just make sure you get the numbers right, boys. <laughs> uh, Scott, how you going? Yeah. Western New Wanderers with a 4-1 win. A game against uh, Brisbane got delayed due to a storm that damaged the stadium. Uh, victory drew with league leader CCM, which, wow, that's a that's a big deal for them. Jets flew uh, – Jets almost a win over the Phoenix and Sydney couldn't score against a solid Adelaide side. Any highlights for you guys? I just want to, like – I know he's been going nuts. I think everybody's expected him to, but um, Adelaide this season, absolutely nuts. And our boy Joshy Cavs is getting a start for him, like – how many games were in now? Three, I think it is. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, they're travelling really well. I've been um, probably – look, I tipped them for top six this season, but I'm a bit surprised at how well they are doing. So, and big shout-out to our boy, the cab daddy, for actually getting some game time, which we probably should have given him because if he's in starting for a team that's doing that well week in, week out, well – no reason he couldn't start for us because we really need to pick up our game. On the I note did. of on the note of Adelaide, just to, on that front, uh, Delianov, amazing. Yeah, and another one, another product of ours. Well, not product of our city, but by way of us. We um, didn't play. We didn't play this weekend, but we had six players from last season play this weekend, and only one of them turned in a shit house performance, which made me lose my fucking dream team. <laughs> who Can is anyone that? guess who that is? Can anyone guess? Aspro. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. It I, didn't realize, I didn't realize Adelaide was so high up in the ladder, to be honest. Yeah, this second, second, second. They, they'd go above, uh, from what I can remember, they'd go above Central Coast if they win the game that got in hand of them. But it, City's got two ahead of Central Coast. So if City was to win both of them, they'd be top Adelaide second, Central Coast third. But if they lose this week against us, <laughs> they could be Scotty, <laughs> Scotty, I wish I was as optimistic as you about this week, especially yeah. at 5, especially yeah. 5.30 on a Thursday. Yeah, it's a it's an ambitious time slot, isn't it? I've got a race there from work. I'm not happy about it. Like five thirty on the Friday on the public holiday, you can get around that. Everyone can understand. But five thirty on a Thursday, I'm going to have to shoot off from work. I'm going to be there in an hour, fifteen minutes. No pregame feed for me. Like, like I'm looking forward to it, but it's like, like surely it could have been on at seven. That would have suited a lot of people better. Definitely. It's a weird, a really weird um, time slot, isn't it? Uh, 
I do think a lot about heading to the game about the same time because I've got school pickup, you know, around three three thirty. So I'll be I won't be able to get jump on a train until about four. So yeah, well, I'm getting I'm getting driven. We go this week, Scott. Look, I haven't seen much games this week, but um, yeah, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> yeah, every good player has a bad performance every now and then, so it happens. You mean every shit player has a decent performance every now and then? <laughs> not, not with Stammer. He's the other way around. <laughs> so we'll get on to uh, a little bit of something different here. So on Saturday, the 27th of March, Western United hosted a game, uh, come and try day for the power chair team. Scott, you were on site at Eagle Stadium for uh, your children's basketball. What can you tell us about the power chair day? Yeah, I um, usually on my Saturday um, afternoon and I thought I'd sneak down and watch the power chair league. And some of the uh, young talent down there was fantastic. The the amount of skills that you know you need for this power power league is just not as not as simple as just. You know, do your your turn. The more power the shot is, and you've got to get your accuracy really on on point to get a good pass, and to get the and to get the cross in. So, the amount of skill there is just amazing, and it, it's still in the tryout mode. So, I think they had one a few weeks ago. They have had another one now. I'm not sure if they've got others, but they're bringing in a lot of new faces each time, and a lot of people that. You know, went to the first one and have turned up again to the second one because they just are loving it that much. And they're all having the time of their lives down there. Like I did see one of the young guys, he scored a goal with one of their, you know, muck around matches and he ended up running, well, going down. He was that excited. So he was just loving life and it was really good to see. see. And, you know, it's another Western United team, so... It's just fantastic to see. Want to get around the boys. Yeah, it's great and to see. girls, I think it's mixed, isn't it? Yeah, it's mixed. There's a, yeah. I think I saw, like, I think it's one of the, so many young players there. Like there's a lot of kids, kids going, which is fantastic to see. Yeah, just another avenue that I'm efforting to, which was really great. I was so ecstatic to hear about it. And um, thanks, Scott, for checking it out while you were there that day. Um, do you guys want to get into our NPL? Yeah, why not? So NPL team to take on Melbourne Victory last Saturday. The no, I was really enjoying getting to watch an extra game a week. Uh, the under twenty threes played a very interesting game for a two two draw, which saw a player from Victory get red carded and sent off. Which I couldn't actually see who got carded because the telecast hadn't come back in from the halftime break, but then come back in. But I'm going to say it, it's better than Fox Sports. Yeah, it was a bit of a horrid moment, wasn't it, that one? But, um, mm. yeah, I wasn't sure if it was a penalty or a free kick for a while because, you know, you can't see what's happening and they're just going on about the red card. And eventually they said uh, it was a free kick. But, um, yeah, besides that, it was it was pretty good to watch. I didn't see it all, but, yeah. Speaking of Fox Sports being a shambles, did you guys see um, the – free kick taken quickly, Craig Noon goal. Because yes. I didn't. No, no, you didn't. I saw the <laughs> because because they missed it. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a very sneaky effort. Like normally- oh, oh, don't get me wrong. Top top goal. No one was expecting it. I think probably the um West Sydney goalkeeper was expecting it even more than Fox Sports was like, 
<laughs> I don't think so. I think he was still too busy pointing, you know, po- you know, trying to shuffle his defenders around. He was up, he was up cl- close pointing, and that's when Noon just thought, "Fuck this, I'm going up top," and he just popped it up top. Oh, look, I'm not saying that he expected it. I'm saying that he expected more than Fox Sports did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this was a really good game, and I was, I was really happy to see Pasquale get some game time. Uh, and also Voy is amazing in this game, and he's wasted at this level. The fact he's in our starting 11 or our bench really just it boggles the mind. Um, they manned men down, which was a bit of a bugger. Almost was very close that, we did, uh, that uh, Sanchez got in the last um, victory A-League game. So it was, like, really hyped up. It was such a fun watch. Even though the boys got a, um, got the draw on the end, it was a really good game. Um, I really liked Bayer um, and Agwek scored. Oh, side note, Skatatis, yay or nay that? Yay. For an MPL team under 23, I think he's the perfect bloke to be – it's either him or Boyitza you'd give it to. But I think Skatatis just um, – his presence on the field and the way, he, especially against that level of opposition, the way he'd make himself known, the way he'd get in there, hundred percent, Skatata's captain. Yeah, it could, he's probably going to be more of a regular for that, for that team, which is why you can't really give it to Voitza or Pasquale or one of the others, because he's probably going to be a more regular player there. So it's good to see a bit of a senior, senior player on that list. Yeah. Senior for that level, at least. Senior for that level, yeah. How old is he again? Is he only like 23 or something? I think himself. Or? 23, yeah. yeah. So he's just getting that. But on yeah. another note, it could develop him for us down the line, which is really good about having, like the good thing about having a proper NPL set up now is that we have that option to develop these players outside of the A-League. For instance, Emery's getting consistent game time there. Pasquale is getting a, per, like, you go, Sotleb. I think that's what we've been lacking um, when it comes to being able to keep hold of our younger players is the fact that they haven't been able to get game time in any sort of um, competition kind of sense because players like Stammer, players like Yule, players like Cavs, they come on for, what, 10 minutes at the end of an A-League game once once a month, if that. Um, and at the time that they were at the club last season, especially when they weren't getting that much game time, the only other time they were getting game time was during friendlies. So they weren't having any sort of level of competition against like proper men as well, put it that way, in the NPL. We'd usually be playing lesser teams or we'd be playing George Cross every two weeks. Um, it's, I think it's a reason why we have lost those sorts of players because we didn't have that sort of setup in the past, which I think is uh, is a big plus for us keeping hold of some of our good young talent that we may not be able to give first team opportunities to yet. Yeah, spot on, really. Like, yeah. as hard as he is, twenty one. So twenty one. Okay, yep. Yeah. You may remember. You may remember his birthday from that loss. <laughs> But I didn't realise these players were so young, like Pasquale, he's still 21 as well. So I didn't think he was that young. It's good to see that these players are getting game game time. Like I'm pretty sure if the, if they start on the bench for the seniors and don't get a game, I they can play the NPL three the following day. Is that yes. correct? Yeah, but if they come on at all, they can't. Which, which is good because yeah, they can at least get a bit of game time if they don't quite get onto the field. So I think still- that's the perfect way to work it. The yeah. only problem that hampers that 
is, which I don't think is a bad thing for the sport. I think it should be incorporated worldwide um, because not all leagues in the world are doing any more like they did at the end of last season where there's five subs now. Um, having five subs gives the chance for younger players to come on and it gives, I feel like, especially in the A-League sense, it's made it more exciting because you've brought on fresh legs and it, there's things that are more likely to happen at the end of the game with fresh players. But at the same time, if you're bringing on, if you've got five subs and you bring on three at the 80th minute or something or before the 80th minute and then you blow two and you sub on two young kids with a minute of stoppage time to go when you're 3-0 up, they miss them tomorrow's game. I think there should be some sort of criteria where it depends on the minutes that you played correlate to the minutes you're allowed to play the next day if you are one of those players. Yeah, that makes yeah, that could make sense. But then again, you know, if you if you're putting a player on with like a couple of minutes to go, you also don't want to risk that type of player. Like obviously, you know, he's in the plans as well. So you don't want to be pushing him too much as well. I guess, in ways, but yeah. Look, I'm a bit of a stat guy, so I look how that kind of hampers. It's like giving a, a big... A, a, when it comes down to stats, it adds to players' appearances in the league, so it adds to their professional appearances. So it's a bit like that's something they can tell their kids, grandkids. I'm a bit sentimental like that, but in another sense, it's it's a boost. If, you, if you're a kid who hasn't never played in the A-League... Um, what do you think of you, even if you come on at the 90th minute for five minutes of stoppage time, will do if you can play, let's say you play five minutes of stoppage time, so let's say you can only play 85 minutes the next day for the MPL top side, what would that do coming on for those five minutes? Obviously, physically, you'd be fit to play the game tomorrow, but how much would that boost your confidence in your performance levels for the next day? Yeah, yeah that makes you know, 100% sense. Like, even if you knock it off at the 80th minute, anything after, if you come on in the 80th, you should be at least able to get half an hour of game time for the following game, uh, for the MPL game, if it's over the next I, day. I, I, think, I think it should correlate in the sense that, yeah, let's say you play 30 minutes in the A-League, you're only allowed to play 60 minutes the next day. I, I think it should add up to a full 90 minutes. Yeah. No, that, I agree that completely, but yeah. Whether or whether. Uh, look, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. This is we're, we're speaking hypotheticals here. I'm mm. them off track a little bit, but yeah, look, but, good, good, good conversation to have regardless. Yep. I'm happy we've got an MPL team, and I think it's really going to bolster the younger talent we've got in the team. Now let's move on. Uh, the under-21s lost 3-2 to victory as well. There isn't much information because that was the telecast and I wasn't at the game. Uh, into injuries, Joshy Risden is still out for the three to five. Seb Pasquale okay. back into the MPL team does note that he should be, he's getting his mints back into his legs, so he's getting fitness back up, which is a good note. Um, moving on. Pasquale was still injured. It still said like three to five weeks on his thing last week. It's a, But the thing is, a soft. he had a soft lead. If you watched him play, he wasn't his usual dynamic self. It was a <laughs> way to get him moving and playing again. It wasn't full ball Pasquale. Yeah. And that's the thing. He he's probably going to be doing like like gradual training, like gradual heal for the next month or yeah. so, and then he'll end up on the bench for it. It's it, it's under is under twenty three, so Riston can't quite go to the MPL, can he? It, coming back from injury, you can have a from what I know, you can have a certain amount of overage oh, players. Yeah, you can have like two or three or something. 
So he could, coming back from injury, from, uh, don't, like, I might be wrong, but mm. from what I'm aware, you can have, I don't know whether it's two or three or it's like two plus a goalie, you can have a certain amount of overage players in the team, but only, uh, yeah, a very limited amount. Because that'd be good for people like Risden coming back in instead of jump trying to jump straight back in this. Have a game or two at the NPL level, take it a bit easier, but push yourself. Get up and running. Than um, actually getting, let's say, 15 minutes on the park in an A-league game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd like to take a moment to thank Glowpair. Uh, Glowpair makes self-watering planters for all skill levels. Uh, they're just launching, about to launch a, some coriander with it over spring and summer, which is going great in uh, some curries and stuff like that and some pastas. So go to www.glowpair.com.au for Australian listeners and for international listeners, go to www.glowpair.com for international listeners. And we will be running a Mother's Day competition, so stay tuned. We've got a big prize for that, so I hope everyone's interested. Well, it's fantastic. Yeah, what did you put it in? Do you have it on some lamb? No, 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 no. I'll, 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 what I do is I um, boil up some potatoes first and then I'll chuck them on just a pan with a little bit of um, olive oil and some rosemary and fry it up, make them all nice and crispy. Then you just have a little bit of salt and pepper on them. Mm. Beautiful. That sounds delicious. Um, Leb, we haven't spoken, I don't think, about Thursday, April 1st, in the worker and anyone friendly time slot of 5.35. We take oh, on- I'm so pissed off. Uh, it's all about phrase Melbourne City at Amy Park. This will be our sixth game against City, who are in a run of hot form, currently sitting third with six wins in a row, which is a club record for them. And I, for one, would love to destroy that and not make, let them make it seven. What do you guys think? I don't think you're the only one there, buddy. We got this. <laughs> I don't, I, honestly, I don't think we do. J-Mac's on fire. Craig Noon's on fire. Game eventually. Why not be against us? We're due for a good one. Are we due for a good one? We haven't like we haven't uh, done. Not, yeah, we've been, we have been absolutely shocking the past few weeks. Absolutely shocking. Like even against Brisbane when we won, like I like we weren't terrible that game. That's the only game we haven't been terrible in the past four. But they were terrible. Yeah, but we're due for a good one. City are due for a bad one. Hopefully this is the game that it they both happen and we finally beat them. I wish I, I wish I could believe this guy. I wish I could be more optimistic about this because I'm just not this week. I'm I'm not optimistic about it. Like as bad as it sounds, I, I, I'll leave my predictions till later. But it, yeah. it's it's not going to be a good one. It's not going to be a good one. Now. Rolling on to, do you think we'll use the current incarnation of the starting 11 against uh, Melbourne City, what we've used in the previous weeks? No, I think it's, I think Roods might make some changes because of how poorly the teams perform. Uh, it's, our biggest issue is the defence because we've, look, we haven't been scoring a shit ton of goals apart from the early stages of the season, but we've, We've still been doing okay up front. So I think the front third, even though Bessart probably hasn't been at the top of his game, um, the front third and the midfield should probably stick and stay the same. But our biggest issue is our defence, and we've got to sort that out really quickly. And and I don't know what he's going to do and what he can do, whether he drops someone a bit more experienced back there, like... (laughs) 
I don't know. Like, would would Victor Sanchez work in central defence? Should he go a back four? Like, these are the sorts of questions that he needs to work out because those are our biggest. Like, that's our biggest issue at the moment. All I could say is, I definitely agree. Back four, we need to nail it. Vujetsa has been on fire. He's got the pace with him. He could keep up with someone like, you know, McLaren and that. Yeah, he, need, with, he needs to be playing. Yeah, back four with Emai, Uzcock, um, Vujetsa and Kelva. That See, sorry, sorry I, don't, I don't rate Uzcock and Kelva hasn't been doing it for me recently either. But the the four of them, rather than the three, you've still got Vujetsa there to help play. I say Uzcock because he's got... He's probably got more of a leg speed than someone like Durante or someone like that. Look, it calves I can get around at right back if it's a back four and like a kind of conventional back four, not him playing as a wing back. I can't get around Calver as a centre back because he's too error prone in that area. And I think for A League level, he's good enough to be playing right back as long as it's a defensive right back role. But that means we need to change up our tactics. And how well does Rudin train the team to play in a back four compared to a back five? That's that's another thing I'm worried about. It's I, I think I think the biggest issue is that we didn't invest in defenders during the transfer window. We're, we've gone and we've signed we've signed someone like Brad Inman as a replacement for Max Burgess. Honestly, we didn't need a replacement for Max Burgess. We've got players like Ithel. We've got players like Victor Sanchez. We've got even even Lockie Wales. We've got we've got the players there that can do the job. But I would have rather us fuck off Max Burgess instead of signing someone like Brad Inman, who's a quality player. Don't get me wrong. I'd rather have signed a defender because we need to shore up that defence. And the only player in the back three, because honestly, we're not playing a back four. I don't count Connor Payne and I don't count um, DP as defenders. No. The only player who's worthwhile in our team in a defensive standpoint, apart from the two goalies, they're outstanding, is Tomoki Mon. That's the only one I'd actually keep at the moment. Uzcock is not... I'd I'd rather give Brendan Hamill a chance at this point because the others have fucked up. He hasn't fucked up properly yet. He might, but I'd rather give him the opportunity because I'm I'm getting fed up with Tommy Uzcock and I'm getting fed up with Aaron Calder. I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite with Uzcock. I think he's he, he when he has gone more centre back than you know more upfield where he has been playing a lot. He has actually done very well. Like he's got the height there and he's got the speed to keep up with a lot of the defenders. Yeah, I but think, he's error, he, he is so error prone. He's got the height. He's got the speed. Look, I've got the height and I've got the speed. But would I be a good defender? No, I couldn't play centre back for West United. I don't think Tommy Uzcock can either. But then again, you you also look at the faults of. Uh, so I blame Rudin for a lot of it because he's blamed. I, 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 I blame. I look. I blame the tactics too. Don't get me wrong. He's been playing two talls against, you know, a team like Brisbane where they're all small, fast, faster players. Now they're of course they're going to run past the two tall, tall, slower players, and you know you've got things like that. And to jump in from before when you said about the starting a fallback. We have actually won a lot of games with four in defence, running the full the the full fullback. Mm. looking off last season, we had that really good period. A lot of those games we had four back, and then we jumped back to the three back, and we started losing again. So I think we actually, I think we even started this 
last season off with a more of a four four at the back. And yeah, although different you know defenders back then, but that tactic seemed to work a lot better than the the three back. Look, I agree. I agree with you. Defensively, the tactic worked better, but I feel like it it lost. We lost a lot of our identity and the way that we played going forward. Players like Connor Payne didn't have as much of an impact. Who's been one of our standout players this year? And Dylan Perius wouldn't obviously didn't play as much last season when we did that. But this season, I feel like that would impact his game as well. So it is. It's a tricky one because I feel like the formation would work. I feel like the players at the back, apart from Tamaki and I, just aren't good enough. Yeah, we're going to have to – yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mix and mash. We've all got to – Yeah, yeah. look, I don't disagree with four at the back. I'm not saying anything you've said is wrong, but I think the best way that we play is three at the back. I just don't think our defenders are good enough. I, I agree with what you're saying and we've – We've, I think a lot of our problem is we depend on people like May and Calva to set us up, and I think they supplement either defensively our wing-backs or those wing-backs in an attacking capacity. So we see May getting so far forward and setting up play, which is all good. But he's but not the problem, remember. I'm, not sa- I'm saying that's a tactical issue, not a player issue. Where If, if you're told to get up and feed the ball in, but leave us exposed consistently. Not to mention all the turnovers in the front third, like in the, the attacking third from Barisha. You know what I mean? We, like we turn over balls so much and that leaves us exposed because we're setting up our wing backs and then we're jacked. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying I'm right here yeah. either. I'm just, I, I, I feel like when we push too deep, we're supplementing our issues in other situations with our defense too much. No, I get exactly what you mean. Yeah. I, Look, a little bit of lightheartedness here. I, I just think maybe Tamoki Mai is too good and they want him all around the pitch. And <laughs> Roots knows how good he is, so he pushes him forward and the defenders back there can't do the job when he's not there. Like, yeah. he, he can he can do it all. Well, look, honestly, get rid of Curdo. I love Ryan Scott. Get rid of him too. Chuck Tamoki in goals. Like, <laughs> I don't think we'll concede. All I'm saying is Tamoki Mai, new Lord Mayor of Melbourne. That's all I'm oh. saying. Yeah, boy, Shinji Ono, step, step off. Uh, you don't want none of this. We got Tomoki and wine. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you guys one. I, I want a one-word answer each, okay? What change would you make to seal a win, Scott? Four at the back. Let four it. at the back. Oh, yeah, four at the back. That wasn't one word, buddy. He, he did the... Four. You know what I mean? A short, like, little concise thing. My one word, Calvin. Contextually? Get rid like, yeah, a striker? Calvary out of the side. Yeah, I get you. Like put, put Brendan Hamill in. If, if I had to say one thing I'd like to change, I would like to see Milanovic as starting striker, which I know went against my one Right, Striker? I thought he was like a midfielder attacking midfielder, though. I don't give a shit. I, want some, I would need someone right, going fal- in there. Fal- okay, false nine. I'll give you that one. Yeah, which we talked about a lot last week, false nine. Um, who do you going to get the first goal? Not us, Jamie McLaren or Craig Noon. It's it's going to be Nooney. It's it's one of the two. It's not us though, mm. um, unless it's Ivan Buita, and then we'd still probably lose the game. I'll call it now. Barisha it just pops up out of nowhere as as usual, or yeah. Diamante penalty. 
Scott, I cannot believe you're more pro Barisha than me in an episode, and I'm pretty pro Barisha. He pops up in those moments, and I've—it sucked me in. I, I feel we've got this this one this week. All right, Wallace. I think we've set it up pretty well. We might have to go straight into the predictions now. Okay, uh, what do you guys think of the score? <laughs> Who wants to go first? Maybe you go. First. Maybe you go first, Wallace. Well, thank me, you. Me and Scotty are a bit divided. This is going to be a Golapalooza 3-2, and I really want us to win, but I'm not confident. City. You picked City? I'm picking us just out of I, – I tipped us in uh, ESPN with a one-goal win, so, yeah, us 3-2. I'm going 2-1. We get up, and someone like Noon will score for them, not McLaren. Levy? City. <laughs> <laughs> That's bleak, man. That is bleak. Two, uh, goals, two goals to noon, one goal to McLaren, and then one goal. Maybe, oh, maybe, maybe even an own goal. Like, a, I, don't, I don't know. Tomoki might because I've been talking yeah. so good about him. Well, <laughs> he did get one in that game against City last year. He got that head, uh, header in. Yeah. Um, do you think Inman will get game time this week? No. Scott? No. No. Okay. We've had a, We've had like a two-week rest, so our players should be fresh and ready to go. So we'll stick with the yeah the usual plays we have. Look, I've wanted to talk about this for a little bit. Like Brad Brad Inman, good player, like Australian player, fits the quota, all of that. I get it. Why why have a player like him when we could have kept players like Josh Cavallo? It's it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's Brad Inman, good player, a lot older. Cabs has so much more room to improve, already integrated with the squad. I go, Brad Ingman's only signed for the rest of the season, as far as I'm aware. I can't see – I see him getting, like, a Kane Shepherd role where he'll come on for five minutes for, like, three games, like a Quibena, Apiakubi role, like, play play two games, and then we'll never see him again. I don't I, get it. I, I think the whole point was I think Cavallo more chose to leave rather than we wanted him gone. I'm still and upset. I think um, I think Ingman's more of a because we have so many games to come up. We're going to be playing every three days. I think if we get an injury or two, you know, because of those, he'll games, be he'll be straight into the starting lineup. Yeah, that, that's what he's for. It's more yeah. of a backup. I think. Yeah, Ryan was saying it yeah. the other day, talking about it. So it's what we signed Lustica first for, I think, and then he actually proved himself and stayed in the made himself an integral part of the squad. What does that mean if we can't get a win here? Because we're currently sitting 10th. Uh, not good. I, uh, finals chances are looking... They're not looking bleak, but we. I don't think we'll pick it up this game. I think we we still can pick it up. We've got to do some hard yards to be able to do it. But um, we've got some work ahead of us because it's a really tough season. Every team apart from victory and Newcastle are performing really well. Wellington. Uh, sorry, I just want to drop. No, Wellington. Time. Wellington is still performing decently, but it's it's Victor. I can't see us finishing eleventh or lower. <laughs> Put it that way. I think it's set with though. I don't know who's going to finish bottom out of the two. Probably Victory, but I see those two at the bottom. But from anywhere above that, it's fair game at the moment. Like, and that's what makes it so tough that we we really need to start picking up some results. I don't think this week's going to be the week. But I think if, especially if we get done in hard this week, 
let's hope some people pull their heads in and we pick up some, like, go on our own results. Scotty? Yeah, it's, it, this week is actually a bigger week than you think. I think if we don't win it, we're going to lose a lot of a lot of faith. A lot of fans are going to be a bit upset because we you'll, we've probably got the, one of the best sides. If you pull each player individually, we've probably got one of the best sides going around. Besides, probably City, of course. But we we only gained in a new player with Ica coming in this season, so we've only gained rather than lost. And you know we're sitting what third bottom of the ladder. I know we haven't played as much as other teams, but we're still we're still third. Third, where we could have won so much more and been, you know, easily top four with three games in hand. So we've lost we've it. Got a, we've got a better side than Adelaide. We've got a better side than Macarthur. We've got a better side than Central Coast, and they're all sitting above us. It's like I understand that we've been moving around a lot this season. We haven't been able to actually get settled at a proper home stadium. We've got that against us. Um, COVID's been an issue too, but it's. It's not. It, it's been the same for everyone. It's not really an excuse. Yeah, go. On, I was going to say it's not. Like, as you're saying, we haven't recruited badly. We kept the majority of our squad, so theoretically, we should have bounced back and bounced well into the season, which we didn't. So that's really. It's really like it's not good because we've had such a slow start. And is that something we should expect from this club? Not being able to perform till the 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 twelfth or fourteenth round. You know what I mean? Is that is that where we're headed? It's starting to seem like that. I think, what, last season we started off strong, then we dipped big time throughout the middle of the season, and then we come really home. big. And it seems to be what what's happening again now. Like, you know, obviously there's some, you know, they're working on it, and hopefully maybe next season they might figure out the middle middle area and, and, and go for a full season rather than, you know, just start strong, dipping and going back strong, hopefully going back strong towards the end of the season, so. Let's move on because we, we don't want to get into negative land. Uh, on the other side of this fixture is the community work Western United are doing with Food Bank. The match we call, will be coined the Food Bank match and is aimed to raise funds and spread awareness on what Food Bank does within the community. Each player will don a Food Bank, a food bank special branded home jersey, all of which will be auctioned off with the proceeds going to Food Bank. What do you think the jersey is going to look like? I have no clue. I like honestly, you telling me just then is the first time I heard about the jersey. I'd heard about everything else apart from that. So, so who designed designing the jersey? No, no, no. All those, all we know is, and this is in the press release, is that there is a collaboration with Food Bank that's going to be a custom jersey, and they'll be auctioned off at the end of the game. I'm going to take a stab in the dark here and reference the last year when we had the the hearts at the middle of four, um, I think it was for the bushfires. I oh, dare yeah. say something like that. What I would like to see, and this is crazy, is the... a completely the, different design. Yeah, bear with me, sir. Food Bank's colours are purple. A purple, like a big, something crazy purple. Western United purple jersey. I know it's crazy, but I would like to see it because... Hey, it's possible. Now, that's what I'm saying. I, Central Coast have done the pink and all of that before, so it's it's possible. But I dare say it'll be something like a small branding or whatever. I just want I want to see something crazy. Uh, on another note, proceeds from the sale of Thundersticks, which I don't know what are, and West United flags will go towards Food Bank. I'm loving Thunder this. Thundersticks are those blow up, um, like like the two blow up thingos that you smack together. Oh. And they just like they sound well. 
they're meant to sound like thunder. They don't really sound like thunder, but they like make a noise. It's like clappers yeah. that are like that are like plastic balloons at the same time. So, Food Bank is Australia's largest food relief organization, operating on a scale that makes it crucial to the work of the frontline charities who are offering uh, who are feeding vulnerable Australians. Food Bank provides more than seventy percent of the food rescued for food relief organisations nationwide. What do you guys think of this initiative? Fantastic. Like, it's they're doing a good thing for the community, doing a good thing for a company that's trying to do good things. It's, um, look, it's something that more football teams and, like, not just football teams but any sort of business that has influence and kind of has sway should kind of do to promote these sorts of things that, um, like, yeah, at the end of the day, we're trying to help underprivileged people. We're trying to help people in need. So anyone that has any kind of sway that can kind of influence the community in fantastic ways, like, I'm, I'm all for it. It's something that we should see more of. Yeah, I think Leb pretty much said it all. They're just doing a fantastic job, and it's great to see the club and everyone involved, you know, jumping in and helping out. Yeah, I think it's really good to see a club such as Western United who extend its working relationship with Food Bank. You know what I mean? Like that's a, a big deal. And that's one of those things I was a bit surprised by is how much the club is extending itself into uh, helping float jets, help it doing this kind of work. Uh, there's a lot of things that you wouldn't expect from a club that's building and establishing itself. So I really like what they're doing for the community. Uh, with all the community work they do. I just, it just, it's not something that you, you'd think be financially viable. So I'm a big fan of it. So, yeah. Any final comments on the game? Sorry, I got into a bit of a tangent there, guys. We're going to do it. I hope so. Scott, I like you thinking. I hope so. Okay. Let's move on to the more attainable game. Um, on April 5th, we take on Newcastle Jets at McDonald Jones Stadium just four days after our big game against City. Jets, Jets are currently sitting 11th, one spot in front of us with 11 points from the season. We have 14 at this point prior to the game with City. How do you think fatigue will factor into this game? I don't think it will. I think we'll have an entertaining 3-1 win. <laughs> <laughs> well, can do we, do we have the part of the contract where the, you know, our players won't can't play against our ex players. Can't play against us. Is that no. is that is that involved? Because no, that, no, that, because it happened. Oh, look, it could have happened with Stammer. You'll be released, so it definitely wouldn't have been able to happen with you or this, But we didn't do it with Stammer. So there's your one goal scorer with your three one. <laughs> Stammer, you? It'll it'll be Roy. It'll be Roy the boy. Nah, it'll be did Stammer. You, oh, speaking of that, did you see his goal? He's like one goal against her, like. That was. <laughs> He'll prove his point this week what, that we shouldn't have let him go. You watch. Do you expect this to be squatty heavy or our like starting eleven? Well, I hope we give a few other players a bit of a go because there is only a, what a, a few day break, you know, four day break. So I hope we get a bit of a Milanovic, get a bit of game time, and a few of the other little kids coming through the ranks more more game time and rest some of the senior players because it is Newcastle. We'll have the senior players still there, but more on the bench just in case. That's what I'd rather see. Give the old guys a bit of a rest, and yeah, let the young guys just run wild. Get, let Wales show what he can do for full ninety minutes, and Milanovic there as well. So I hope we go with that approach, being Newcastle as well, and hopefully, yeah, we get to see some of the young talent. I think that we're probably going to win this game. 
it's it, it, it is a bit of a tough one though. Like it's <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, it's a bit of a tough one because we are coming off a game that's going to be very intense a few days earlier. Um, we probably will need to rotate the squad a little bit and it's going to be interesting to see whether or not we actually rotate the squad for City and try and play a... Because I can't see us playing a super strong squad against Newcastle if we play our full strength against City. So it'll be interesting to see if we rotate a little bit for that, save a little bit for the Newcastle game, which in my eyes is a bit more attainable because at the moment City's head and shoulders beyond everybody else. Um, but I think we should come away with a win with that one. So we're yet to beat Jets. We have one draw and two losses. And Bugard, who has been on best the entire time, is injured and will be sidelined no matter what. Do you think we got this? I if we start every, we got this. Yeah. With our former players, Yule and Stammer, playing against us, who will score first? Stammer. Yo. Who you got? I think we'll win 3-1 and Roy O'Donovan will score. You might get the assist, though. You'll start to the bench, I think, a lot for them now. Yeah. So, yeah, I He's I their impact player. Oh, we'll be 3-0 we'll up and then we'll throw away the clean sheet or something. That's how I say it. Yeah. 3-1, I'm going with. 2-1 yeah, camp for me. Now, to the tipping ladder, Atrax is winning on 38 points. Is that a ripper? Look at Scott's second... But I add, I only got I only tip one correct this this week, and I'm still second. One thing I want to mention though is look at Atrax's differential. Like if anyone ties points with him, his differential is the worst in the land. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gazi's coming seventh. Uh, I'm coming ninth, which is tied seventh inherently. Rudan is a snake's eleventh. The Joker Baby's thirteenth on twenty-seven, <laughs> tied with yourself, Lebby. And yeah, I'm doing shockingly. Um, and ESPN fan five six eight four one, aka Kelsey, is coming nineteenth, which is <laughs> tied. He's actually tied fifteenth because there's like seven people on it. But um, he's probably only like a point behind me. So yeah, Trax wants that trophy. Uh, hey, we're not gonna, even if he wins, we're going to have to make him work for it. Yeah, let's move on to any cards, guys. Uh, my card this week is I hate international weekend and there's no Premier League on. Hasn't been a good season for us anyway. Can't say I've been enjoying watching my games, but I miss having a bit of Premier League and other leagues around the world, apart from A-League, to watch. Look, A-League's been fantastic this season, but I've been um, missing out on my late-night football. Um, I'm going to give my red card to KO, usual KO faults. Watching games midway through and then they just cut it out and either start you from the start of the game or they kick you off the end. I really hate KO, but it's the only cheap cheap way to really watch it, I guess. So screw you, KO. Uh, second second red card, sorry as well. It's Fox Sports for being shit. <laughs> yeah. Also, like to give a shout out to uh, our friends at A League Live. They do an amazing app. We use it for all our stats. And when we're culminating our uh, match reviews and stuff like that, it's really good resource, uh, way better than my football app. So check it out. Link in the description. <laughs> All good. Um, I think that's us. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next week. Um, all West, aren't we?
All West, aren't we, pals? All West, aren't we? Um, did you know that the Alex Jones episode of uh, Flagrant dropped from YouTube? Incorrect medical advice. Ram Ranch really rocks.